This is not your century. This is Not Your Century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. November 11, 1918. The Great War is over. Germany was the last of the Central Powers still fighting, and it signed an armistice with the Allied Powers, led by France, Great Britain, Italy, and the United States. That didn't end the state of war. That would continue until the signing of the Treaty of Versailles the following June, But the armistice ended the fighting. The Great War, at long last, was over. The world erupted in celebration. The armistice was signed early Monday morning in France, and news reached San Francisco after midnight, just as the bars were closing. People poured into the Civic Center around 1 a.m. for a celebration delirious with joy. A thousand, then ten thousand. And finally, hundreds of thousands of people filled the streets of San Francisco, wearing masks to guard against the flu epidemic. That epidemic would kill more than 650,000 Americans in 1918. That's five times the number of Americans who died in the war. The masks were mandatory. You could be arrested for not wearing one. The Chronicle reported on one dutiful young cop who tried to enforce that very law, He spotted a young woman whose mask was hanging from one ear, leaving her smiling face uncovered. In her hand was a red, white, and blue horn. The officer said, Don't you know you must keep your mask on? I ought to run you in for that. She said, You ought to know without being told that I can't wear that old mask and blow this horn too. That answer sent him on his way. Streetcars rang their bells. Office workers dumped confetti out of top-floor windows, though no office or factory or store would open that day. Fireworks were shot off. No pen could describe the scenes, the Chronicle reported. In color and diversity, it was like the impact of a thousand kaleidoscopic combinations thrown simultaneously on one screen. Sounds like the Fillmore half a century later. Groups of women would join up in a procession, their hands on each other's shoulders, and march down Market Street. In half a minute, two score more would join them, blowing horns, ringing cowbells, all totally ignorant of each other's identity. Revelers swept into the Civic Auditorium, banging drums, blowing whistles and horns and waving flags. They filled it like it had never been filled before, the Chronicle wrote. The place was only three years old at the time. But the raucous celebration stopped on a dime at 3 a.m. when a woman asked for a silent prayer for the dead. Off came 10,000 hats, and 10,000 heads were bowed in an instant. The silence cut clean across the pandemonium. That pandemonium wasn't limited to downtown. The headlines came in from all over the city and beyond. San Francisco waterfront in tumult of joy. San Mateo joins in day's festivities. San Jose was a city of joy. 3,000 San Rafael people celebrate. Santa Cruz stages joy demonstration. Shipworkers at Bay Point jollify. In New York, a million people celebrated. Confetti fell from high windows and bonfires dotted the streets with smashed delivery wagons as fuel. Men in uniform were carried on the shoulders of the crowd. The reports came in from city after city. 
Chicago woke up to the clamor of church bells and sirens. Tonight, the streets of St. Louis are a roaring. Never in the history of Omaha has she ever witnessed screeching steam sirens and hundreds of tooting automobiles. Today were the main noisemakers in Seattle's celebration of demonstrations such as never before been seen in Philadelphia. Welcome the Pittsburgh prolonged its roaring. Wartime Washington, New England threw off its traditional Philadelphia. Chicago, St. Louis, Seattle, Boston, Omaha. Armistice from long before dawn until long after dark. And it wasn't just America. This was a world war. Paris rejoices over victory. Spain celebrates victory of allies. London cheers king and queen. Everything wasn't perfect. The flu epidemic was killing millions. There were post-war genocides and civil wars. The punishing peace treaty would lead to the rise of the Nazis in Germany and eventually another world war. But for one day, Armistice Day, the world, or at least most of it, celebrated. This has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, Editor-in-Chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.